Welcome to another edition of Pause with the Pastors. I'm Tammy Jackson, the senior pastor here at Aniston First United Methodist Church. It's been a minute since we've done a podcast of Pause with the Pastors, and today it's just Pause with the Pastor. It's just me. But we wanted to bring these back for Advent 2021 so that we can talk about the themes of hope, love, joy, and peace. We seem to be needing those in the world. We haven't yet entered Advent. We're in the week before, and I wanted to revisit the sermon from Sunday where we talked about thanksgiving. We talked about having a thankful spirit and a good attitude being good for us personally, not only emotionally, but physically. We actually sleep better. Our immune system is better when we focus on the things that we are thankful for, being glad to have the things that we do instead of focusing on the things that we don't. But it's also good to be thankful because it's kind of contagious. Um, We know, have learned a lot about sharing COVID germs in the last couple of years, but you can also share positivity um, by being grateful and thanking people for what they've done for you. They too have their spirits lifted. So it's not only good for you physically and emotionally, it's also good for the entire world. I shared in the Sermon Sunday five practices that we can do to um, cultivate a heart of thankfulness, and we should do this really not only at Thanksgiving time, but throughout the year. So the first practice I talked about was to make a choice to look for the good, for the good things. Um, You may have noticed that if you ever buy a car or even test drive a car or even choose a particular item you will notice it more. It's like everybody ran out and bought the same car that you chose to buy, or they all bought the same dress or the same purse, or they're all wearing that color. That is called the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon, which in layman's terms would be frequency illusion. Our brains get bombarded all the time with information, and they have to choose which pieces of information to bring from our subconscious to our consciousness. And once something lands in our consciousness, we will notice it when it occurs. So there's a pattern. And if you begin to look for the good in the world, you will notice it more and more. So by practicing that, it becomes easier, like so much in our lives. To begin with, it may be a little bit of a struggle um, to focus on the positive, but you'll get better at it. So make a choice to do that. The opposite is also true. If you are looking for the bad in the world, you'll find it. Um, I'm not saying that there's not bad in the world. There certainly is, and we have to stand against it and work for justice and peace. But you can... Focus on the bad to the point that it can consume your life. And one of the biggest culprits of that is the news. So my second suggestion to you to cultivate thankfulness was to not overconsume the news. Get the highlights of the day. Get enough news to know what's going on. But don't let it become a constant soundtrack for your life, like in the background. If you are watching two or three hours of it in the mornings while you're getting ready, and then an hour or so at night, that's a lot of negative. While there are some positive pieces on the news, the majority of them are negative. Get what you need and turn it off. The third practice that I suggested was to count your blessings. It reminded me of the hymn, count your blessings, name them one by one, count your many blessings, see what God has done, is to list things that you are thankful for. You can do this in a gratitude journal. 
You could do it in a note in your phone. You could do it on your calendar. Take that little block on your paper calendar if you're still using those and make a list just of two or three or four things that you are grateful for. Um, Some people write longer things. I talked about a study that showed that writing a letter of gratitude to somebody each week really helped improve your um, sense of well-being and your own personal mental health, as well as cultivating your thankfulness. Following the Sermon Sunday, I had a church member come up to me and share that she had begun doing this a long time ago, and it had really made a difference in her life. And she now has several years of gratitude journals that she can go back through and review. And I thought, what a gift that would be to be able to sit maybe on Thanksgiving afternoon and look back through all the things you've been grateful for for a number of years. The fourth thing that I suggested was to make Thanksgiving a regular part of your prayer time. If you just set aside one minute in your daily quiet time as part of your prayers to just thank God for what you have and for what you've done, I think you would be surprised that how many things you can come up with. And those 60 seconds will go by really, really quickly, and it could be really helpful to you. A good starting place would be the things you put in your gratitude journal. Let those be the first basis of the things that you thank God for in your life. And the fifth practice was to replace negative talk and criticism with positive words and a sense of gratitude. Many of us grew up in a home where there wasn't a lot of positivity. Um, People noticed the negative and they tended to point it out. And we actually catch that. Um, That, too, is contagious. And we catch it from the people we are around and we can become more negative. Some of us are just naturally more positive. Our personalities gravitate toward the positive. But whether it comes naturally to you or whether you have to cultivate it, as an adult that has been given free will in the way you were created, and also because we have the Holy Spirit to help us, we can make a choice to be more positive. Um, Paul talks about taking every thought captive. So when we realize we're having a negative thought, we're focusing on the negative instead of the positive, we can stop ourselves, change that voice track in our head, and focus on the positive. So we want to try to cultivate thankfulness because it's good for us, it's good for the world, um, but it's also very much characteristic of who we as Christians should be. We have the promises of the fact that God is always with us, that Jesus promised never to leave us or forsake us, that Jesus is coming back, that we have a hope and a future, um, and we can be thankful for those. We can have a positive attitude. We can express our gratitude. And in those ways, we can actually be a little bit more like Jesus. So I'm encouraging you to think about the things that you might be thankful for And I want to share with you Psalm 100. It is a psalm of thanksgiving. And if you cannot, on a day, find words to express your thankfulness, you could always use some of the psalms. Psalm 100, um, I'm going to change the version right quick, in the Contemporary English Bible. Shout triumphantly to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with celebration. Come before Him with shouts of joy. Know that the Lord is God. He made us. We belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His own pasture. Enter His gates with thanks. Enter His courtyards with praise. Thank Him. 
bless his name because the Lord is good. His loyal love lasts forever. His faithfulness lasts generation after generation. Hope you have a happy Thanksgiving and you cultivate thankfulness in your life.